if your book is not doing the heavy lifting, something is not right. Mm. Period. And I've had, I've had a lot of people, it's almost like I'm the book coaches coach where they send clients to me because the book's not working. And there have been times where I've had to, I'm thinking of one in particular, where I've said, I'm so sorry, nothing in this book represents you. And that's why you're not getting what you're getting. Mm. The only thing I would keep is the cover of the book, Kat. And she goes, no, 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 you don't understand. I had a book coach. I already had it published. I said, I'm sorry. Anyway, she redid the book. She had her first $10,000 weekend. That's what your book, that's what a good book does. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events, and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, wealthy and well woman. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're chatting all about how to write a best-selling book in five months with Ruth Klein. Ruth is a brand 360 strategist and sales conversion coach, author of seven best-selling books, and works with high-achieving entrepreneurs, coaches, sales professionals, and company founders. Ruth, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so happy to have this conversation. Oh, it's great. I'm looking forward to it. Before we jump into the bulk of writing best-selling books in general, but in five months, like, wow, that blows my mind. Like even just hearing that could be possible is crazy to me. For me, I know I've always thought about writing a book. It's definitely something that I personally want to do. And I know many of our listeners want to do. So I'm just super excited to dive into all of this. But before we do, can you just give us a little background on you, on how you got started Before we started recording this, um, we were talking a little bit about uh, some of your books and you have a parenting book coming. This came up because as many of you know, right now I am actually like this week, I am exactly six months pregnant and uh, I have a doctor's appointment that I'm running to after this episode. So we started kind of chatting about um, this and I want to hear, you know, what are the books that you've written? What are the topics? Like how you got into this? What's your background? Just give us like a, a recap as far back as you want to go on, on to how you got here and why you do what you do now. Okay. That's a lot. Okay. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Give us your life story. Yeah. Yeah. In two minutes or less. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny because I'm giving a speech tomorrow in two minutes. Oh, geez. (laughs) Well, you don't have a two minute cap here. So I don't have a two minute cap. Okay. But I do teach my clients how to give two minute speeches. I love it. And one minute speeches. So anyway, Mm. um, so I was on my way to become a psychologist and I was getting a master's degree and I was also working in the field. And I was also teaching college psychology classes while I was getting my master's degree. And I realized that, um, psychology is is interesting and and as much as I love it it's a little 
it's a little strange in that in those days it might be now too but there were just too many ways people could go there wasn't any consensus at all it was kind of the wild wild west and i thought and and the other part to that quite honestly cat is that i have a lot of energy and i you know i wanted the clients i was working with to get better more than they did and i thought whoa and so then I realized I need to do what I call as um, proactive in the psychological world. And so I started working for businesses. Um, they used to call it the soft skills like communication and performance appraisals and time management and productivity. And then um, from there, I met a, a gal and she was an author. Um, and, uh, I had thought about writing a book, but, you know, I was just thinking about it and the book that I would write would be time management for working women, because, uh, my friends, my female friends would always ask Ruth, how is it possible you're working, you're taking care of three kids, you're active in the community and, you know, you have dinner on the table. How, how does that all work? And so I used to go like, huh? Because I, I was, I'm just. You know, I was just, I'm just geared up for that. And anyway, the more I listened, the more I listened, and that's a real, that's a really important point for entrepreneurs and anyone actually in any field is to listen to what actually your ideal clients and what people are saying, as well as what's happening in the zeitgeist, what's happening out there, because that's going to make a big difference. doesn't matter the industry, what's happening. Because there's always a trend and you always want to, you know, I, I love patterns. I see patterns and I work within those patterns. And so this uh, friend had a, a three, uh, a three book deal. It was a fiction book and she was getting six figures for it. And, um, and so she was going to a writer's conference and I thought, oh, and she said, you need to go. And the first year I didn't go because I thought I can't leave my family and go for a week. Had, boy, is that a, a resounding effect for a lot of women with young families. And then the second year, and it really bothered me all year. It bothered me that I didn't go. And the second year, um, Kat said, Ruth, it's time again. I go, okay, I'm going. Well, this year she wasn't going to that writer's conference. She was going to a romance conference. So I went on my own. And the first day I get there, there's Ray Bradbury speaking. There's Charlie Schultz. Um, there's all these fabulous, well-known authors. So I call home and I go, I don't know what I was thinking. All the self-doubts I probably had since the age of three and a half came forward. Um, I No one's going to read it anyway. I don't have enough to write. I don't have enough to say. And, um, and the response on the other end, uh, my husband at the time said, uh, no, you're going to stay there because we paid for it. So thank goodness um, I did. And I'm very uh, results oriented, as my clients will tell you. And so I was going to get my goal was to get an agent. And through a lot of embarrassment, a lot of embarrassment, it's a long story. Because uh, I was sitting next to who I didn't know, and uh, this gal, and I asked her a lot of questions. And as it turns out, she gets up, and she's the speaker. And she immediately says, if you're going to be a serious writer, then you need to know questions to boom, boom, boom. Not like this woman over here. Yeah. And then that night, that night, they also had what was called, um, 
they had pirate workshops where it went from like 9 p.m. until 2 a.m. And um, anyway, I had written a little bit and I, I just couldn't, couldn't stand up and share what I had. But I finally did. And she was very curt with me. But at the end of the day, she said, send me what you have. And that was my first agent. And then I had my mm. first book. Amazing. But what I didn't know, what I didn't know, I thought I had, I thought I had 11 rejections. I had 26 rejections and that is the average, but authors don't know that. So you have to really be persistent, whether it's in your, in your work, whether it's in your family life, whether it's in your values or whether it's writing a book. And so from there, I'll tell you, Kat, I, you know, it became, it was, it was a great seller <laughs> and I uh, gave a lot of speeches. And you know, the interesting thing is, the day before the book came out, I knew the exact same thing, same amount of information. The t the minute the book came out, I was I was an expert already. And that's how powerful a book is, a good book, a good book. And um, and so from there, I wrote uh, Manage Your Time, Market Your Business. From there, I wrote a sales book from there, the everything guide to being a sales rep. From there, I wrote de-stress diva in the kitchen. From there, I wrote de-stress divas, um, uh, way to de-stress. <laughs> and then, um, time management secrets for, um, working women. Cause the first one was called where did the time go? And then my most recent book, my seventh book was generation. Why not? Uh, seven principles to a more balanced, uh, excuse me, a more purposeful business and life driven by attitude, not age. And then, yes, now I'm working on my eighth book, which is a parenting book, and I'm very excited. I love all of it. Thank you so much for sharing. It sounds like you have so many wonderful books and I love to just hear your journey into that and that it kind of reinforces the fact that everyone, no matter you know, if all of these best-selling books are waiting on the other side or not, you can have these doubts when you're starting out, when, when things are new, when they, when you're just getting started, it feels scary. It often feels hard. We have these limiting beliefs and self-doubts that can come up, but then look at what's waiting on the other side of that. When you stick it out and you say, Nope, I paid for this. I'm sticking it out. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm going. And now exactly. you look at everything you've created. It's so incredible. And I think a question that comes up. So you said you went to a writer's conference uh -huh. for someone that's, you know, a female leader, personal development. I don't know wh whoever is listening. That is like, I would love to share my story or I would love to write a book. What is the first step that you would recommend them to do? Okay. <clears throat> this kind of dovetails in, in, into the answer. So there's a, there's an alarming statistic 97% of the people who start to write books never complete it, which means out of a thousand people, 30 people will complete their books. And that's an alarming number. Um, and that does not happen on my watch. You know, my clients, there's, I think um, it's now 98.6% um, of clients who work with me finish their books and publish it. And then from there, we you know, I help them. Um, oh gosh, we've had New York Times columnists. We've had PBS specials from their books. We've had huge speaking opportunities. We just going into corporate TEDx talks. I mean, just a lot of things because it's not just about writing the book. 
It's also about what do you want to do with the book? And so there's two things that I always, always think of. That is, what's the strategy going to be and what's the structure? And most people who start to write a book don't have that cat. And so if you don't, if you don't have guidance, if you don't even know to ask those questions, if you don't even know what that means, then that means, huh, I probably need someone to help me. Um, but you need to get someone, you need to, you need to get someone just like a coach. You need to get a successful coach to help you in whatever arena it is. You're in wellness and you're right up there. Um, and you need to get someone, if you're going to have someone help you write your book, you need to have someone who really has bestsellers and who's an author, who's an author. Um, six of my books have been traditionally published. So I also help my clients write what's called book proposals. You have to have a book proposal for a nonfiction book um, in order to get a publisher. And publishers are always looking for great ideas and strategy and structure. And then one book was um, was self-published. I will never do that again. Um, That's one of the questions I was going to ask you, actually. Do you recommend self-publishing or <laughs> getting a publisher? Not. not, absolutely not. Because, you know, uh, if you're, if you want to be a contractor, that's fine. But think of it as a, some that you're going to build your own house and you're the contractor and you've never done it before, but you've seen houses. You've talked to a lot of people. How difficult can it be to call a framer? <laughs> How difficult can it be to call a plumber? Um, and so I believe that's the same thing. Now, what they have, you know, there's the traditional publisher, there's the self-publisher, but in between there, there's what's called hybrid publishers now. And so for a lot of my clients, I will connect to them to hybrid publishers, but I like the hybrid publishers that accept them or not, because then I know that they're going to do a really good job because most hybrid publishers will accept anyone if you just pay for it. And so you've got to know who, who that is. Um, and the hybrid publishers, many of them will promise the world to you, will promise the marketing. It doesn't work. Um, I most recently had someone who wrote a book um, and had Simon and & Schuster and, uh, as her um, publisher. And she came to me and she, and she goes, Ruth, nothing, nothing has happened to my with my book for the second year. And I said, well, what did you do the first year? She go, I, she said, I went on a book tour. I said, oh, what did you do this year? She goes, well, nothing. I went on a book tour last year. And so that's the second piece. And the second piece is you always will do marketing. Marketing is the heartbeat of your business and a book is a business. Yes, you have your business and you want an ad of uh, the book, but it also becomes a part of your business. It is a, it's a department, if you will, of your business. And it has to be the moment you stop marketing your book is the moment it dies. The moment you stop marketing your business is the moment it dies. And so it's really important. Um, the third thing I would say is you're going to come up with self-doubt along the way. And you've got to know, um, you, you know, I, I love what you do, Kat. Think of the think of the things that you've manifested. Go stop that self-doubt and go to the place where you didn't think it was possible and you've manifested things. You know, I manifested to live in pa Pacific Palisades. Um, I'm here now. I, you know, Matt, I 
was, there's no way I was going to be living in Pacific Palisades. Um, I wanted a place that overlooked the ocean. No way was I going to be able to, to get that. No way. Um, and because I came from a little, a little tap, here I am. And so go to those places where it was like, you know, just as you said, in one of your wonderful podcasts, it was great. People really need to listen to all of our podcasts. And so, and so that, that is another piece to that. Another piece is if you want to write a book, that is what you need to, that's what needs to be because you need to write a book. This is another point. Writing a good book with a structure and a strategy and guidance, it will do the heavy lifting for you in your business. It will help you with visibility. It'll help you with credibility and it'll help you with marketability. In fact, I'm doing how funny I'm doing a round table, a four hour round table um, on how to use messaging, whether it's in your book or whether it's in a, a digital product. Um, but that's how important it is. And so um, being a brander and a marketer and a writer, you know, that is a beautiful combination to message. It's a beautiful combination to identify your ideal market. And then the, the, the next point is, who are you writing to? Who are you writing to? And who are you writing for? Uh, because there will be times when you're in the writing process and writing without guidance can be a very isolating experience. And that's another reason that people will pull back and stop. I, you know, when I think about it, Kat, I'm thinking about this gal right now who wrote a lot of poems and she was in her 70s and she never, she always wanted to publish, but she didn't think it was possible and she didn't think the poems were good enough. Oh my God, the poems were out of this world. And I got her into a group and she shared her poems and people were just like, but she did not know that. And so you, so that's, that's another piece that you want. Um, another gal had been wanting to write a book for 20 years. And we started writing and then uh, we started writing her first book. And towards the end of the first book, she was ready to write her second book. Another gal uh, was told by a coach, you got to write a book. And someone said, referred her to me. And so she wrote a book and the second book she wanted to write with her daughter. I mean, it's just, it's phenomenal. And now she's TEDx talking and corporate and, and the other gal has a, a beautiful coaching program. So it does the heavy lifting for you. It does. If your book is not doing the heavy lifting, something is not right. Mm. Period. And I've had, I've had a lot of people, it's almost like um, I'm the, the book coaches coach. Um, where they send clients to me because the book's not working. And there have been times where I've had to, I'm thinking of one in particular, where I've said, I'm so sorry, nothing in this book represents you. And that's why you're not getting what you're getting. Mm. The only thing I would keep is the cover of the book, Kat. And she goes, no, 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 you don't understand. I had a book coach. I already had it published. I said, I'm sorry. Anyway, she redid the book. She had her first $10,000 weekend. That's what your book, that's what a good book does. does. When, when you say she had her uh, $10,000 weekend, was that in her business, like in her product, like the book promoted another product or business, or you mean sales from the book? No, that was in her business yes, because okay. the book was doing the heavy yes, lift. Okay. For that's her. what I thought. Because, I thought. because here's the deal. You're not going to become wealthy on $26 right. 
$30. But that $26, $30, that beautiful product, you know, that to me, a book is a living entity. I mean, I'm, I'm a a complete book purist and Mm -hmm. it's a, you know, that your book is going to live much longer than you in the library of Congress. Hello. Hello. And I remember Kath, the first time I went to uh, Philadelphia or Washington, no, no, Washington, D.C. And um, I had to go to the Library of Congress and it was freezing out. And so I ended up getting a cab to take me. And I went in and I went up to the um, the receptionist and I said, um, could do you have a book called uh, Where, um, Where Did the Time Go by Ruth Klein? Then I said, yes. I said, could I see it? I'm so sorry. I'm so busy. And then I said, well, I'm the author. He goes, you're the author. Uh And then he went and brought me the book. And I just wanted to touch the book that will live much longer than I will. Okay. I love it. (laughs) So I don't think I know for me, I'm like, okay, hearing you speak, knowing this, having already thought about it before, no part of me is like, oh, is it a good idea or not? It's like, yeah, of course it's a good idea. Now, how are you going to make it happen? And so what I'm hearing from you is like, like most things, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm a huge fan of coaching. I think that if you want to do something and you want to do it well, find someone who's done that well and can teach you how to do it. So of course, I think hiring someone like yourself to help with that process, um, is going to be a no brainer in doing something like this to make it successful and make it really work for you. But what I'm curious about is what would you say you should have in place or you like, what is the preparation before starting this process? Like what to be successful in this process, say you're like, you know what? The rest of 2023, do we have five months left? I'm like, wait, what's the date? Um, The rest of 2023 or, you know, 2024 is going to be my year. I want to write a best-selling book. I want to write a book that's going to really help grow my business. This is where I'm at. And I want to do it in five months, six months, whatever. Um, What do I need before doing that? It's very doable. So it's so funny you say that. And it's July. Um, and I have a program, write your book by Christmas and you just need five months and it's part, believe me, it's part, part time. I work with very, very busy, uh, professionals and entrepreneurs. And there was one gal going on the way for a million dollars. She said, Ruth, I would love to write a book with you, but I don't want to take my focus and my time. And I said, Laura, just, I'll tell you what, let's start. And if you find it's too much time, I'll give you your money back because I don't want your money. I want your success. And she wrote it in four months and it helped her to to go over to the seven figures. So um, she was extremely focused. Uh, I I work with a lot of high achievers. And um, and so I work with really busy people. We're all busy. We're all busy. And um, and so the first thing the first thing is um, you, you don't even need to know yet what the book is about you really don't what you do need to know is um so the first question i ask when i start with my client is what are 10 or 12 things that you well let me let me even back up what's a pivotal moment in your life that you wish you had known about or you wish someone had had shared with you to help you along on that journey And so there might be a few pivotal moments, but we just start with one and we might go through three of them during our call. 
And anyway, start with one. And then I go, okay, what are the 10 to 12 things you want your reader who, who would have been you to have known? What are those 12 things? And then we start that. Now, um, people can also get a lot of this training on Ruth on Demand on my YouTube channel. I do Ruth on Demands uh, every Tuesday They at 2.30 live, but they live on YouTube. And so um, that, that would be helpful because I talk a lot about this stuff and preparing for and writing books and marketing and branding and mindset. Um, that's the start. That would be the start. And then from there, you just take those pivotal moments, maybe no more than three, and you go through the same process. Now, a lot of times my clients won't know which way to go, but I do because I know because I've already asked them what, what they do, who their ideal client is, and what do they want to do with the book. And so I can help them identify which of those pivotal moments. And then from there, um, from there, you just, you know, what I did, I didn't even know what I was doing. And I figured I was going to write 20 chapters. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I have three young kids and I probably two sessions, two writing sessions for a chapter. And then life happens. So that's one. That's an extra one. So I just X'd off 20 times uh, what did I do? 20 times three is 60. And I just X'd off 60 mornings. And, um, and so that's, that's how it works. And then I will tell you, though, you need, you need, you need an accountability partner, you need an accountability partner who knows what they're doing to keep moving you forward. Now, what's so beautiful in this process, Kat, um, I don't know who else does this, but I don't know if anybody does, but be, in the process, I help you write your signature speech. Not only mm. do you have a book, not only do you have the ideal client and how it's going to help lift you in that process, you're already there in that process. It's so easy for me to help my client write their signature speech. And then from the signature speech, if they want to do a TED talk, then we slightly change that. Um, the other thing that I do a lot in the process of helping people write books is I help them create a digital product because we're right there. We're right there. And there may be a chapter that they're just, they're just really power passionate about. And that tells me we do a digital product on that one. Hmm. Or maybe we do a slight ebook on another chapter, which feeds into the book, which feeds into the business. So there's a real strategy that, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful strategy that I help create with my client. And that's what's, that's what's necessary. But most people sit down and they basically throw up on the page. Yeah, I could, I could imagine, Sorry, but it's true. Yeah. I can definitely imagine that happening when you're sitting down to write a book, if you don't have the guidance and, and actually a lot of my questions that I was thinking of for you kind of are based around that. And it, it really just helps answer them because having the guidance, having the accountability. I mean, a lot of the questions that come up for me are kind of like, how do you stay motive motivated when you're beginning to get overwhelmed? Because I, I know with myself, like thinking about writing a book, 
it's like almost immediate overwhelm of like, oh my God, like, where do you start? What do you do? Then you're writing a chapter. Then it's like the the, the ADD kicks in and you're bouncing over here. How do you keep the thoughts streamlined? Like, you know, it's just all of those pieces that come in. And I think it, it sounds to me like one of the best ways to overcome that is to have the guidance and to really have the structure and someone helping you that knows the process to help you do that. Well, you know, it's interesting, Kat. Once once someone gets this idea, they want to write a book. I I believe that's divinely gifted. That's a divinely gifted download that they, mm. they want to write a book because there's a reason they want to write a book. Um, there's a purpose in writing that book. And once you come up with the idea that you want to write a book, it doesn't leave you. It just doesn't leave. And it's right there. And it keeps popping up at the most inopportune times. And one of the biggest uh, drawbacks people think is time management. I don't I don't have the time. Well, I can I can guarantee you 99.9% of the time you have the time if you know how to use it and how to work it. You mm. have the time um because that's a that's a big objection and it's it's not real it's at least it's not real in my world with my clients and in my my life it's not real the other huge self-doubt is what am i going to say who's even going to write uh, read it there's so many books on the topic but nobody has your voice mm. nobody sees the world the way you do i mean you can basically look at your look at your um family and you can talk about a situation and you have three kids and each child will tell you a different rendition of the same experience. Everyone sees things differently through their eyes. And that's what's so beautiful about, about us is that mm. we're all different. No, and I completely agree with that. And what another, another thing that I think of, um, and, I'm wondering if this happens with your clients. How do you guide people through like writer's block or if they, you know, have this outline, they have this idea and they're going and then they're just getting stuck of like, ah, what do I even write for this? Right, right. So in my world, there is no writer's block. In my world, I want it to be a fun experience. And an eye-opening, it will be such an eye-opening experience. You will learn so much about yourself. You will so learn so much about what you do, what you truly do, the essence of what you do and how you do it. Um, and so um, I, you know, there is no such thing as writer's block, but if you, if you, if someone wants to be attached to that, fine. Um, and so let's say someone's attached. No, no, Ruth, I have writer's block. So basically what I do with my client, they know they can connect with me and I send them a question and they just answer the question mm. and get some right back into the saddle. I love that. I have one other question. <laughs> one yeah. last question that's yeah, this popping is good. up for this. So I work with a lot of women who have been through um, major life transformations, um, mm. maybe really hard things in their life that include other people. And I imagine when writing a book, you know, you would want to be telling some of these stories, maybe um, personal life experiences. It could be family dynamics, past relationships, um, things that have, that have, you know, events that have occurred. What's your advice for someone that is thinking, you know, I want to write a book, but um, I would feel to really have the impact that I want to have. I would need to 
or I would want to share some of these stories. And then that becomes a little bit of a block of, you know, how do I share them appropriately? How do I share them with, you know, people that are involved or people that it could be, that could be affected by this. Um, do you have any advice or do you have any um, thoughts, I guess, on that? Yeah, or That's very valid, very valid, Kat. So when you're writing a book like that and you're going to be naming names, there's two things you can do. You don't need to say the real names <laughs> or if you want to say the real names, you you need to work. You need to work through the anger and you've got to be in the forgiveness space. That way you can write a beautiful book that neutralizes any of the anger. And when you're able to do that, when you're truly able to do that, then you can say that my father molested me and he, um, he came from a family of huge dysfunction. And in his family, do you see, I'm neutral yeah. now. Mm. I can say that uh, my sister was always jealous of me, but I under—I I have a little bit of an understanding now because things came so much more easily to me. And quite honestly, maybe if I were in her shoes now, granted what she did and how she acted was not okay. Mm. It was not okay. Uh, do you see? It's, yes. it's, it's yep. that coming from that space because otherwise, otherwise, so it, it's interesting what you shared is such a, a fair statement because I get a lot of that when I work with clients and because, um, because I'm in psychology and uh, clinical psychology and I have a master's in that and I have a master's in spiritual psychology with emphasis in consciousness, health and healing, mm -hmm. I'm able to help people work through it mm -hmm. as, as we're writing the book. It, I'm telling you, it's, it's such a healing opportunity it is such an eye-opening opportunity it's such a an awareness opportunity of who you are who your ideal clients are I mean it's just it's a beautiful 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 experience if you if you enter it like that mm. and if there's someone there to keep you really in that energy of this is a beautiful learning experience and it's going and on the other end of it I'm going to help so many people. I mm. wish, I wish there was a book like that for me when I was going yes. through this. Oh, Ruth, I'm loving all of this. I feel like we could, I could just pick your brain and we could jam on this all day long. Um, it's just, it's so amazing. And it really brings me back to this idea of no matter where you're at, you could write a book. You know, if this is something that's yeah. really on your heart and you're wanting to do this now, there's nothing keeping you from making that decision and from getting out there and doing it with the right support. Well, and that's just it. And that again, is such a good point to do something is now mm. is now, right? Because that, that is truly, as we know, all we have, it's yep. all we have is this moment. Mm. And if that idea comes down that there's, there's a purpose there's a purpose, I believe, that, that you get that idea that you want to write a book. And that's all part of your purpose. I mean, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, you know, it, it this is what's called purposeful, uh, writing a purpose-driven business. 
Mm. A purpose-driven book. It's mm-hmm. purpose-driven. That's where the passion is. That's where the alignment and values are. That's where the uh, combination that does the heavy lifting for your business. I mean, it's it all goes, it just goes together beautifully. All right. Well, we're all adding writing our book to our <laughs> to-do list for 20, our vision boards for 2023, 2024, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Ruth, thank you so, so much. This has been just such an incredible conversation. I know I'm fired up to write my book now. I hope our listeners are feeling the same way. And where can we learn more about your offerings? Where can we kind of stay plugged into you if this is something that, you know, we're wanting support I know you mentioned the Ruth on demand. Um, where where else can we can we stay plugged? Okay, into you can you? find me on YouTube, uh, Ruth Klein. You can find me on Instagram, Ruth dot Klein, um, LinkedIn, Ruth Klein. Um, and but I would I would suggest going to my website, RuthKlein.com, and Klein is K L E I N, <laughs> and uh, you can sign up for a uh, an ebook on because at the at the at the most common denominator of working in any industry is having the time and the productivity and the momentum. And so you're going to get an ebook right off the bat that's going to help you with that. Um, and then you can see how you can work with me and a little bit about me. And, and, uh, and if, you know, there's a, I don't know if there's a, uh, write a book by Christmas, but there is a, there is such an animal that exists. I love it. I love it. Ruth, thank you so, so much for coming on today. Thank you so much, Kat. This was fun. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the wealthy and well woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there. And I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.